It's Thursday, February 29th, 2024. This is the Hermetic Hour, and I'm your host, Pope Runyon. And tonight, we'll broadcast a memorial for Wiccan and neo-pagan elder Edward Sitch, 1937-2024. He was also, he wrote under the name of Edward Fitch. And we're going to have pagan elders and friends calling in sharing remembrances of Frater Ea and Six the Witch, as Tom Snyder on the Tomorrow Show dubbed him. Ed was a BMI graduate and a lieutenant colonel in the Air Force Reserve. He served in Vietnam, Thailand, the U.S., and the U.K., with, and along with Joseph Wilson and Raymond Buckland, Ed brought witchcraft, Wicca, to America in the 1950s. He worked as a writer and an editor on The Waxing Moon and The Crystal Well, both leading neo-pagan publications. He was the author of several books, including A Grimoire of Shadows and the Rites of Odin. He was a member of the original Brethren of the Coast Pirate Club, and as a sailor, he crewed on Sidney Hatchell's schooner, The Escape, and he was the second mate on my schooner, Valkyrie. He was a witch, a magician, a wizard, and a warrior, a sailor, and a sage. He was a gentleman of the old school, and he will be long remembered, and he will be missed. Now, uh, Oberlin, have we got you on board yet? Joe Carson, are you on board? Yes, I'm right here. Yes, I'm here. Hi, Poke. Oh, good. Good. Um, Joe, um, Joe Carson, you had you on board? Yes, I'm right here. Yes. Okay. Anthony, are you on? I am here, Poke. Oh, good. Okay. Let's um, uh, let's start out, Joe. Joe, you had something of Ed's that you wanted to read. Yes. Um, Ed was, among many other things, an inspiration to many people. And one of the things that he did that was truly beautiful is a book called Magical Rites from the Crystal Well. And he wrote a lot of other books. But I want to just um, mention this because I've used this book for so many different occasions. And it's just really useful. It's a beautiful book short to the point and, um, you know, uh, very effective. And so from his Right for the Dead, um, I'm going to read a section of that and address that to Ed right now. Um, so I will begin. We of the old ways know that when a person dies, the soul returns again to earth. This has been a tenant of loving faith taught since long before history began. It is said in our lore, arrayed in some new flesh disguise, another mother gives birth. With sturdier limbs and brighter brain, the old soul takes the road again. And I just wanted to tell Ed, wherever you are, we're sending you our blessings and go forth and and prosper. Um, and I, I would also like to mention on a more mundane note, 
that uh, that I, I I knew Ed from about 1973 or so or four when he came out here. I think I met him there at your place, Sofrenian, um, at one of our rituals, and he his presence wove in and out of my life. Um, well, basically for the whole time from then till now. Um, sometimes I would see him at rituals. I saw him a lot at Pantheacon. Um, he was always um, a gentleman and a scholar. And, uh, you know, I did notice that he flirted a lot with the ladies, but uh, but he was always a gentleman with me, and um, um, and he was just very, very generous. And the last time I saw him was in uh, 2015. Um, John Reed and I had gone to uh, Texas, near Texas, uh, near Austin, where he was staying with his son. And um, there was a, a pagan festival nearby. I think it was called Earth Spirit People or something similar to that at Dragon's Wild Ranch. And, and Ed had come to that festival, and he invited us to spend the night at his place the night before we were going to leave and go to the you know, airplane. And so we went on over to his place, and we spent a lovely afternoon and evening with him and his son. And he was playing with his new white kitten named Monkey, and he just adored that cat. And he... Uh, he brought out his old ritual robe and gave it to John. It's a beautiful green robe with a lot of history behind it. And uh, and then he brought me over to where he had a lot of books and papers stored and said I, I'm welcome to go through them and take everything that I wanted and, you know, that he was not going to be around forever and he thought I should have these things. And so, you know, I, I, I went through and collected a very large box of very precious writings and books and it was more than I could carry and he don't worry about it. I'll just ship it to you. And lo and behold, two weeks later, it arrived in the mail. And I was just thrilled. And I'm, I mean, these are these are precious books. Some of them are ones that used to be Fred Adams and other, others that were belong to Ed himself. And and the papers, a lot of them are correspondence that he had with other notable f- figures. And so um, it was a really extremely generous thing for him to do to to go out of his way to make that stuff available. So um, that's my personal experience with him. And I just I thought he was a terrific guy, just very, very enthusiastic and kind um, and a generous soul. Thanks. Uh, I want to mention to our listeners um, that uh, Lady Jo Carson is is the avatrix, if that's a, I don't know, maybe that's not politically correct to use the term avatrix, but she is the president of Peripheria Incorporated, which, of course, is uh, if Fred Adams, uh, the late Fred Adams, um, um, uh, goddess worshiping um, uh, nature cult, and and uh, uh, I don't know what a cult we should call it a cult, but well, it it, it 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 was a cult because Fred was certainly worshipped as a master, and and uh, and 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 by the way. Ed Sitch was a very good friend of Fred's, and Ed, Ed very much revered Fred, and he and he thought of Fred as a master, and then of course I do too, and and uh, and I've treasured Fred's sword, you know, for that he gave me for years, and uh, anyway, um, uh, and uh, uh, do you want to yeah. introduce yourself, introduce yourself, and 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 talk about Ed a little bit? Yeah, sure. I'm I'm Ann Finnan, and and um, uh, Ed back in 1974 was our first Wicca teacher. We had um, 
when he lived in Redlands and he was uh, stationed out at Edwards Air Force Base out in San Bernardino, he had a little house in, in Redlands and and he was uh, uh, he was involved with a medieval reenactment group called the Society for Creative Anachronism and he he was uh, part of the the, the new barony that that had been um, formed out there in in the Riverside San Bernardino area and and I was in uh, uh, finishing up my last year at UC Riverside and I had joined the the local SCA um, and uh, met a lot of interesting people and including uh, uh, Mr. David Finnan who was uh, also <clears throat> involved in that group. And uh, he and I started dating, and he asked me if I wanted to go to a, a ritual called a love feast for the um, uh, on Valentine's Day in 1974. And and uh, I had I had just had my 21st birthday, so I was game for anything. And so I said, sure, why not? So he uh, uh, we we went out to Redlands, and and Ed uh, greeted me and and Dave introduced me to him and and he got this little twinkle in his eye as he always did when he was uh 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 trying to impress a lady and and he uh he took my hand and he kissed it and I was just how no one had ever done that for me before and I I okay whatever is going to go happening is is cool with me so we had the uh the the love feast and um you know i won't get into to what it is it's basically it's uh it's a ritual where you you have a lot of of uh finger food and and uh, uh hors d'oeuvres and things like that and and you aren't allowed to eat any of it you have to you have to be fed by somebody else you know somebody else has to um uh has to pick up the 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 goodie and 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 you have to eat it from their hand and it's it uh, it's it's lots of fun and and a lot of of uh, licking of fingers and and uh, lots of giggles and all sorts of fun stuff and anyway I I had a great time and but after the ritual we went out to to his backyard and Ed asked me if I wanted to go talk to a tree well I'm kind of going okay what's all this about <laughs> so I found a tree and, and I said okay now what how does one go about talking to a tree? But uh, I did my best, and, and it was kind of fun, and, and I got a lot out of it, and, and I talked to Ed about it. And uh, he wanted to know if I wanted to join a class, a witchcraft 101 class. It, he didn't call it that, but it was uh, he had a little outer court group that he was, was uh, teaching, and uh, Dave was part of it and a couple of other people. And would I be interested in joining? And I said, sure. So that started the, the, whole, the whole journey there with, with him. And, and we went out to Redlands every week and, and um, uh, uh, took classes and, and instruction and, and did rituals with him and all sorts of things like that. So that he, he started the process for me. And um, he he remained uh, very much a, uh, a friend and a mentor. Even when we we went on to to other other uh, other groups, he he remained our our first teacher. 
and um, uh, a dear friend. And the last time we saw him was in 2017. We had driven out to uh, to Round Rock to to see him, and and um, you know we uh, we had a nice visit, and and we we came back, and but even then we knew that he was kind of failing, and that he eventually would would go into uh, assisted living, and and you know from and kind of of things happened from there. But uh, so he did our hand fasting, Dave's, Dave's and my hand fasting. Um, he did our, our 25th anniversary hand fasting, which was, <laughs> which was kind of fun. And um, he was, was part of our lives for, for all these years. And he stayed, uh, he stayed very much uh, um, part of our, our journey and uh, and we'll miss him terribly because he was he was so instrumental in getting us Dave and me both of, of us on the on the path and it uh, you know they say you never forget your first teacher no matter how many other teachers you have you always remember your first one and so we will always remember him and he will always be um, our first teacher our our mentor and it's you know. We will meet him again. We've we knew him before this life, and we will, you know, we will meet him again. And he will uh, he will be there as always, he always is. And um, so that was our first meeting with with Ed, and that was uh, uh, February of 1974. And you no, know, that was a pivotal month for me, and I'll always remember it. Well, I. 1974, uh, I remember that was when we, uh, the year that we moved uh, from Altadena uh, back to Pasadena, and that we did our first seasonal ceremony um, in in Pasadena. The, 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 well, it wasn't the first one. The first one we did over in Altadena, but, but mm-hmm. then we did the uh, seven gates. We did seven yeah. gates in Yes, and I think you were at, at that ceremony in Seven Gates in uh, 1970. I don't. I, I think we we started uh, when we moved to Pasadena in in uh, January of 1975 is when we started uh, attending rituals. We were still in Riverside um, back in '74. I was still in school, and um, uh, Dave worked at the W.T. Grants down there, and and so I don't think we were at that particular ritual. But uh, we started going because he introduced us. He introduced us to you. Um, yeah. And when we first when we first arrived in uh, in Pasadena, um, uh, because Dave was going to uh, Pasadena City College, he was getting a television degree, and I had graduated yeah. by that time. So we were, you know, we were we came to Pasadena in in, in January of '75, and that's so I think our first ritual. Uh, with with uh, OTA was um, was probably Nupche in, in in March of of seventy five um, because I think that was the first time because uh, he had introduced us to you by then. And well, I um, know we all got together for the Tom Snyder show and the Tom yeah, Snyder that show. Was, yeah, that was that was uh, Halloween. That was, it was Halloween of seventy four. Yes, we were. We, yeah, we were still in Riverside by that time. 
yeah. and uh, uh, that was a that, that was an amazing uh, that was an amazing night, wasn't it? Oh, it certainly was, and and uh, I I captured some of that uh, in the in one of the edition the second edition of our song of our Magic of Solomon video. We've got some cuts from yeah. the Tom Snyder show. And yeah, we were show. we were in that circle. We were we were two of the of the little uh, witchy, witchies in that. Oh yeah, you and, you and Dave. Yeah, you and Dave were yeah. quite obvious. And, yeah, and, we uh, were there. <laughs> yeah, that, Dave had, uh, Dave had, Dave. That, had that that pentagram with big pentagram with silver pentagram with a with an eyeball in the center. You know that. Yeah, I don't know where he'd gotten it, but uh, it, he had a taxidermy eyeball in the center of this this massive silver pentagram. And the guy who was doing the filming, the the camera guy, was obsessed with this thing. So he kept. Uh, Honing in on um, on on the uh, on Dave's pentagram, it was really quite funny. But um, that's that's a whole other story. But I think that was the first time we actually met you. Uh, was that Tom Snyder uh, night? Well, um, that was with, with all of us. We had Fred Adams, Fred Adams, and Ed, and Ed, and uh, myself, and then. And Isaac Bonowitz. Isaac and, Bonowitz, and, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Isaac Bonowitz, the the druid. <laughs> and yeah. uh, he, he was a druid who a druid who didn't believe in reincarnation. And well, uh, he was also and, kind of a of a he had he had gone to to some uh, um, college that had given him a, a degree in magic, and he he used that as kind of a marketing thing. He was also in the SCA, by the way. Um, at when we were when we were there with with Ed, they called him Ichabod the Ungodly. That was his that was his SCA name. Well, he kind of looked well, like that too. Well, he kind of did. Yeah, that's when Tom Snyder, yeah, Tom Snyder yeah, it, uh, said the uh, uh, sits the witch. <laughs> and, yeah, that was sits uh, the witch. And, and, uh, Tom so, Snyder, Tom Snyder was very good to Fred Adams because Fred was. Fred was kind of shy, you know. Fred was yeah. uh, sort of the sort of the uh, uh, the uh, the middle-aged elf. He he was yeah. he was he, he was an elf, and, and, and uh, Tom was very 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 shy with him. Tom kind of fenced with me a little bit, and and they kidded with Ed. Uh, but we all had a good time on that show, and uh, yeah, he. he uh, uh, Ed got a lot of, of, of a lot of Ed's attention from Snyder. I think he was the um well, you know, he was the witch. He was the he was the guy who was uh um who was doing the witchcraft and he had all of his uh his stuff there and his his uh chalice and his afame and all that. And um uh so uh so that was lots of fun. And um but when we moved to uh he moved to I think it was Huntington Beach, just about uh, right after we uh, we were hand fasted, and because I remember we inherited the um, the training group um, after he moved from Redlands because he married Janine about that time, and and he moved to uh, to Huntington Beach because I guess he was going to go work for Boeing, and uh, we ended up with his training group. 
And so when we moved to Pasadena, they they kind of came with us, and and we we had our little our little group that that we um, we were working with in that in in Pasadena. So uh, he, uh, but we we went even af- after we came to Pasadena, we went drove down to Manhattan Beach or Huntington Beach or whichever it was um, weekly to to uh, attend his his training rituals and that's that's where we met uh, Nan Post and and uh you know uh some other people that remained friends for decades you know um but I have another if anybody is interested I have a I have a Ray Buckland story um because uh Ed you know was uh was an initiative of Ray Buckland back in the uh in the 60s and Buckland was a guy I guess he worked for one of the airlines or something, and so he he flew back and forth from England a lot. And he was the, he was the guy that got a Gardnerian third degree from um, Monique and Scotty Wilson back in um, late sixties, I guess. And he came back to New York, and uh, uh, Ed um, Ed got an initiation from from him and his his then wife, I guess, and. Um, so when he came out to uh, uh, to Norton Air Force Base out in uh, San Bernardino, he was he was uh, that's why he was teaching. He was basically trying to to get get a Gardnerian coven together, and so uh, we were we were part of that that little project. And um, so, uh, but Buck he and Buckland remained good friends for. For, until Buckland passed away, which was what ten years ago or something, twenty years ago. And Joe, um, Joe Wilson, Joe Wilson's gone, and uh, Buckland's gone, and now and now Ed and and uh, now Ed's gone. So um, uh, the original the original Wiccans um, are 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 passing on, and uh, we'll we'll yeah, hope. that's uh, <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, that's kind of scary because these are all the 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 people that uh, that we studied with. You know, these we're the second generation of 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 that Dave and Dave and I, and and uh, because we studied under all those guys and uh, Ed and Joe Wilson and 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 Buckland yeah. and, and all those people, we we studied under them, and now they're all gone and. And it's kind of like you know you're, when your when your parents pass away, it's kind of uh oh, kind of where we were we still feel like like um, uh, like students, and uh, now all of our teachers have passed, and it's it's kind of scary. But um, well, but he... <laughs> join join the club, join the club because uh, you know I studied under Regardi and he's gone and and uh, and. And they owe, you know, that's the one thing about uh, about old masters, they do pass on. And then it's up to they us do. to try to... Yeah, they do, what? and and we have to carry on, you know. We have to carry so... on. And speaking of that, uh, I want to mention that um, uh, when Ed, the, the, the day before Ed passed on, uh, I was able... I telephone to convey to him what 
we might uh, consider uh, pagan last rites, and uh, this is something that that we're all that that uh, you and and Joe and myself are familiar with, and this is uh, Robert Gray's uh, instructions to the Orphic adept, and I know I know we've uh, uh, you and Dave uh, use uh, use it mm-hmm. in the uh, in the Roebuck, and 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 of course we use. We use uh, uh, we use it, but we don't use the poem. Uh, we use Macrobius, uh, uh, you know, which is the dream of Scipio. What this what this is is uh, a journey, a celestial journey to the overworld, and and it's you know it's the structures of the Orphic adept. It's kind of the yeah. it's kind of Greek, uh, kind of the ancient Greek version of what the Tibetans would call the Mardo yeah. Kondo. Well, we got it. Uh, we let, got it originally from Joe Wilson. You know, Joe Wilson had he, he yeah. used he used it in his initiation ritual. That's where we got yeah. it. Well, I got it, and and, and, and you 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 were my first experience with it, and then of course uh, we. Uh, we pursued it with uh, with Macrobius and and, uh, and the Dream of Scipio, uh, which is the background of it. And, and yeah. that. And, uh, and anyway, um, what it is it, it is a poem that leads you, that leads the departing soul uh, up the Milky Way and and uh, and up to the overworld. And what uh, uh, before before I recite it. Uh, I want to want to say that what a lot of people don't realize uh, is that the uh, the overworld, the, the, the night sky, the Milky Way, and the Pleiades and everything, all of that is actually the other. That's the overworld, and it was it was the underworld, and nobody seems uh, has people have forgotten this that. It, that the overworld uh, did not become the overworld mythologically until uh, until Hercules uh, uh, dragged uh, dragged the three-headed dog out of the cave, and when he dragged the three-headed dog out of the cavern, that's when, that's when the underworld became the overworld. And uh, mm-hmm. and so the idea of this of this instructional poem is to take the soul. Uh, take the soul by the hand and lead, and lead him or her up, uh, in, in, uh, up the Milky Way and, in, and into the uh, and into the overworld, and um, and so I, uh, I'll read what I read to Ed before, uh, before he, he passed on, and he could he could hear me, and he did he did make, make some uh, signs that he was that he was able to hear me. Uh, here it is. So soon as ever your maze spirit descends from daylight into darkness, then remember what you have suffered here in Samothrace, what you have suffered. After your passage through hell's seven floods, whose fumes of sulfur will have parched your throat, the halls of judgment shall loom up before you, a miracle of jasper and of onyx. 
To the left hand, there bubbles a black spring, overshadowed with a great white cypress. Avoid this spring, which is forgetfulness. Through all the common route, rush down to drink. You avoid this spring. To the right hand, there lies a secret pool, alive with speckled trout and fish of gold. A hazel overshadows it. Ophion, primeval spirit, straggling in the branches, darts out his tongue. This holy pool is fed by dripping water. Guardians stand before it. Run to this pool, the pool of memory. Run to this pool. Then will the guardians scrutinize you, saying, Who are you? What have you to remember? Do you not fear Ophion's flickering tongue? Go rather to the spring beneath the cypress, flee from this pool. Then you shall answer, I am parched with thirst. Give me to drink. I am a child of earth, but of sky also. Come from some place. Witness the glint of amber on my brow. Out of the pure I come, as you may see. I also am of your thrice-blessed kin, child of the threefold queen of Samothrace, have made full quickness for my deeds of blood, have been by her invested in sea purple, and like a kid have fallen into milk. Give me to drink now. I am parched with thirst. Give me to drink. But they will ask you yet, what of your feet? And you shall reply, my feet have borne me here out of the weary wheel of the encircling years. So that still spokeless wheel. Persephone, give me to drink. Then they will welcome you with fruit and flowers and lead you toward the ancient gripping hazel, crying, brother of our immortal blood, Drink and remember glorious Samothrace. Then you shall drink. And you shall drink deep of that refreshing draught to become lords of the uninitiated, twittering ghosts, hell's countless populace, to become heroes, knights upon swift horses, pronouncing oracles from tall white tombs by the mutes tended. They, with honey water, shall pour libations to your serpent shapes that you may drink. That done. That was instructions to the Orphic Adept. And um, I hope, I hope Ed passed on. And of course, what's meant by the instructions is that if you if you do it correctly, if you drink from the from the from the, the pool, from the sacred pool of Menazomy, you will you will remember. You will come back in the next life and you will remember your past lives. That is what and that is one of the great secrets of uh, witchcraft and magic is that we we try to train and condition our people where they will be able to remember their past lives in the next life. And uh, this is what the Tibetans call Toku. And uh, I hope very much it it has that blessing. And uh, I don't think that uh, I'm 
not sure that I had the power to give it to him, but I tried. Anyway. Um, Thank you, Pope. That was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, we know Joe, that Ed was very much a, a, a believer in, in uh, past lives, and his he had several uh, uh, exercises that he would have us do in in our training that uh, would would uh, uh, using dark mirrors that that he would help us to uh, to remember our past lives, and that was a yeah. pivotal part of of his training for. Uh, you know, for his uh, for his students. So um, I'm sure he uh, took that to heart, and because he he uh, he said many many times that he remembered past lives, and he wanted us to remember our past lives as well. And uh, that was very much a part of his uh, of his training for his uh, for his new new fledgling witchlings, which we were. Uh, back in in those days, and uh, we we took that to heart as well. So yeah. he was very much into that. That was part of so much a part of his of his uh, uh, craft that he that he taught to all of all of us. And, well, that is, um, that's part of the tradition that we preserve, and and uh, and we can certainly we can certainly. Uh, say that he was elder of the craft, and and I would say he was he was a, a venerable magician, and um, and is um, Joe? Do you have anything uh, to add before we sign off? Um, no, I was really thrilled to hear the details and that you brought forth about your early training with Ed, because I didn't know that. Um, I think that's wonderful, and I didn't know all those stories. Um, yeah, I never trained oh. directly with Ed, so it was just such a pleasure to hear those details. Thank you. We did for almost uh, three years, I think, or four. Um, uh he uh, he. After after uh, Tommy was born, they he kind of backed off on a lot of all of his training because he was uh, you know involved in working and and family and and uh, and all of that. But um, uh, at least for for th- for two or three years, we uh, we would go down there to uh, uh, his. When he lived in Manhattan Beach, I think it was Manhattan Beach, and uh, and and do classes and rituals. And we met Ray Buckland at one point, and and um, but uh, the one thing Ed taught us, uh, he didn't mean to teach us, but he he did, was that um, uh, uh, magic and witchcraft is is a a living living tradition and it's practiced by people that have real lives and, and uh, sometimes make mistakes and in fact we learned we, we learned a great deal from his mistakes <laughs> he wanted to make sure that we learned we learned some of the, the 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 mistakes one of the things not so much mistakes but the the uh the the real life of of 
reality of, of practicing magic and then trying to, to have a family and a job and all the rest of that at the same time. Um, I still remember a, a time when we, we always came early because uh, Dave would pick me up after work and we'd drive down and, and we'd always be, you know, at least, you know, half an hour or 45 minutes early. And I still remember one time when we, we arrived and he had he had uh, worked late and he had come home and he was frantically vacuuming his carpet at, prior to the ritual. And, and all we could do was sit on the couch and watch him vacuum his carpet and lift our feet, you know, so he could get the vacuum cleaner underneath the, the, the couch and everything. And, um, uh, and years after that, Decades after that, um, I remember one of uh, a couple of our students came early, and and I'm frantically <laughs> vacuuming the the carpet and um, uh, uh, trying to to uh, get around their feet and have them lift their feet so I could vacuum under the couch and all this. And and I had one of these very strange deja vu moments in remembering that that uh, how we had been those eager students that uh, came early and, uh, and had to kind of sit on the couch and, and watch uh, our teacher frantically vacuum the carpet. <laughs> and um, and I, uh, uh, I realized that uh, sometimes that happens. It was, just, it was just one of those moments. And at least he didn't chase us out of the, the house with a vacuum cleaner like we did to see some people. <laughs> And just go away for half an hour, please. You know. But um, uh, but he was always so gracious when when uh, we'd arrive early, and he he never he never chased us out of the house. <laughs> but um, so Anne, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, I know from what you've told me us here that he studied with Ray Buckland. And yeah. um, and he knew and as you say revered um, Fred Adams. Uh, were those the two primary influences, do you think, on him, or were there others that you could mention by name? Well, uh, he, you know, he he worked with um, he he knew everybody that was was practicing in the the Los Angeles area. He knew uh, Fred Ad, Fred and Martha Adler, who were uh, traditional witches from uh, from the Midwest. They were also uh, Joe Wilson's teachers back in the day. Uh, uh, he knew um, uh, uh, Bill and Helen Mose, and in fact, he recommended us when it was time for us to take our inner court. Long story why that happened, but um, he recommended us to to them for for initiation. He knew John Hansen, and he knew um, uh, several other people that were practicing at, at that at that point. So it wasn't so much he. He studied with them, but it was more like a collaboration. I mean, he, right, these right. were all these were all people that that were kind of working on the same uh, uh, projects that he, you know, same level he was was working on, and right. um, and so uh, 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 you know, folk folk knows this. We talked about this uh, back in the day. There was all. Always a, a kind of of uh, sharing of information. Everybody was an yeah. initiate in everybody else's tradition, and very there was much always so. yeah. very there was there was so much uh, sharing of, of techniques 
and, and lore and and uh, uh, rituals. He, he, and, he gave he gave too freely. Actually, he gave so freely that uh, that it was almost an invitation for people to rip him off. Like uh, oh, well, I've, uh, the pig, I've got a story. I've got a story about that too. Uh, this, that, that, that. Let me let me let me say this. Uh, the pagan way was Ed's creation, and yes. and yet uh, a certain person. I'm not going to mention the guy's name because uh, uh, I don't think he'd be listening. But somebody's liable to tell him we we mentioned his name in a negative well, way. He, but there was, there was a person very very. Uh, let's listen to me. Very prominent. He's, so. he's been gone for decades. He's been gone for decades. The fella that you're talking about. All right, we're talking so. about Herman Slater. Yeah. yeah. Right. And he's he, been gone for a while. And he, he took Ed's pagan way and, and published it and profited from it. And and Ed Ed was well, you know, Ed Ed uh, just almost didn't understand copyright. He he uh he, he was he was in uh, he was a Wiccan evangelist, and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, he really was. He was kind of he, well. Of course, uh, Joe Wilson was the Johnny Appleseed of uh, of Wicca, and Ed was Ed was was a kind of a uh, of an of an evangelist. And by the way, um, uh, Saturday night, this Saturday night, uh, uh, and uh, we're. We're going to do a seraph. We're going to do. We're going to invoke a seraph, the angel seraph, yeah. which is a, a solar, a solar uh, angel that Ed that Ed happened to like. Yeah. And, and well, Ed didn't like. There, there weren't very many. There weren't very many, very many angels that Ed would put up with. But but uh, seraph was one of them. He didn't do seraph angels was, very well. I think we picked, we picked our angel attitude up he from was, him. I think he was a top. But uh, but anyway, the the. Uh, Having his his uh, his rituals uh, uh, stolen was was something that that happened uh, even before the Herman Slater thing. I remember when he he gave the stuff away free for anybody who who uh, uh, subscribed to the Waxing Moon, um, you know, the newsletter he did with Joe, to the point where uh, we called him Grandma Ed. Because every, because there were tons of these people that would come up out of the woodwork, you know, they, they, they didn't have valid initiations from anybody, and they, they had these covens, and they had these, these, uh, you know, devotees and and uh, uh, groupies that that they had, and and uh, they always said, well, I got this book of shadows from my grandmother. Yeah, and right. You talk, and you talk to these people, and. And uh, you'd show them, we would show them uh, as, uh, particularly his grimoire of shadows and his pagan away stuff, and, which he gave away, uh, he mimeographed them off in an old mimeograph machine, and he'd send them to whoever wanted them. And um, uh, so many times, I, at least a, a dozen times, we, we talked to these people and we'd show them Ed's material, and they'd say, "That's so and so's book of shadows that he got from his grandmother." <laughs> and yeah. so uh, we we started calling him Grandma Ed because we figured he was he was everybody's grandmother. You know, <laughs> anybody <laughs> who had a book of shadows from their grandmother, it ended up being some of Ed's material. You know, and uh, so that he was everybody's grandma, and uh, he got a big kick out of that. But uh, but 
to your point, that was that was he was so sad. It was so sad that he kept getting his stuff ripped off, and that um, even now there are people who use his rituals, um, like his his seasonal rituals or his his self blessing ritual or or uh, his hand fasting ritual that have no idea where it came from. And right. they had they have no idea who wrote it or when or under what circumstances because uh somebody would would subscribe to the the waxing moon and they get this stuff in the mail and then it would go in their book of shadows and then they would it would be you know, Xeroxed off to their students and their students and three or four generations would go by and they'd have all this stuff in their book of shadows and nobody knew where it came from or who wrote it. And right. uh, it was just so sad because um, everybody thought it, it was traditional or it, it was, you know, dug up out of a peat box somewhere or, or you know, ordained of old or whatever. And, and they had no idea that who who actually took the time and effort and the talent to write these rituals. Writing rituals is hard work, and, and Ed had a talent for it. He really and did. He, His stuff is he very was, poetic. And he was able to write these rituals that were so evocative. And um, and everybody thinks they're, you know, ordained of old or from the Middle Ages somewhere, you know. And and, uh, and you have to say, no, 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 that was written, but that's Ed's self-blessing ritual or or, or whatever. And, and uh, it was years before that Grimoire of Shadows was published. And yeah. that was just, right. that was. Um, let's, read, it, it, let's read from Wikipedia, uh, from the Wikipedia article, and let's read his bibliography. He wrote Castle of Deception, a novel of sorcery and swords and otherworldly matters. Well, that's yeah, also pretty erotic. With seven short yeah. essays on the reality <laughs> of a matter supernatural. And, uh, we called it Paganism. And then what you're talking about, a grimoire of shadows, Paganism yeah. and Magic. 2002, Llewellyn Publications, and then Magical Rites from the Crystal Well, that's 1984, Llewellyn Publications, yeah. and the Outer Court Book of Shadows, and that's one that's got ripped off all over the place. And uh, there are the rights of, yeah, the Outer there, Court there Book are of Shadows. There are groups that use that as their as their holy writ, and yeah. um, uh, there was a, a group in I think um, uh, the Midwest somewhere, uh, the uh, Temple of the Pagan Way, and and they they use they use that material uh, for all yeah. of their their rituals. Then the rites and of Odin, two thousand two, yeah. and then finally the rituals of the Pagan Way, a book of mm-hmm. pagan rituals, and that was with Joseph Wilson, Thomas Giles. Yeah. So he really, so Ed produced a, and also I like to agree. We're going to. Uh, you know, really glorious accomplishments. He was he was a very very uh, avid stage actor. Yeah, and he played. Much. Yeah, he played the Wizard and the Wizard of Oz on stage, and uh, and he. He also played, played Jack the Ripper. I remember he played Jack the Ripper. In, yeah, in, that was in, that was a that was a good production. He did uh, he yeah. did so well in that one. And, and, uh, and yeah, he, yeah, he, he tried to make a gothic movie. He tried to call it called Shadows, but uh, and, and well, we had a lot of fun trying to make it. 
because I was helping him. I was yeah. one of the characters. Yeah, and that that did not work out very well. But but he was he was Reverend Rich, playing a dual role of of, of the evangelistic preacher and the nasty CIA agent in Beyond Lemuria. He was yeah. Colonel Rich, Colonel Rich of the company, and and uh, and Reverend Reverend Rich, and you were you. And I the, was a secretary. You, yeah. you were a secretary, <laughs> and you were channeling you were and in in Beyond Lemuria, and and uh, and Ed was Ed was the evangelistic preacher, and uh, yeah, that and, was and he, and he had yeah. such a good he had such fun doing that, you know, the uh, and he was so good at it, it was scary. We thought that my gosh, you know, if he had if he had actually uh, gone into the 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 Bible thumping church that he was he was raised in. I think he wasn't yeah. he ra- raised in that that uh, that oh. kind of of uh, uh, you know kind of church you know what? or the tent revival type of church. And um, wrote, that he was knowing, he was really good at it. I wrote I wrote the part for him. I, yeah. I, I I was I had Ed in my mind every minute while I was writing that yeah. part. And he was he was anyway. scary. He was so good. He was scary, <laughs> and yeah. he had so much fun anyway, with that. Uh, let's uh, uh, let's uh, give him a fair fairy and blessing, and and uh, and uh, and, uh, and wish him well. And of course, we'll uh, tomorrow night we'll. Uh, or Saturday night, we'll get Seraph. We'll we'll see if we can get Seraph mm-hmm. in touch with him on the other side. That'll be good. And and anyway, uh, uh, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you all next week for another uh, for another look at the Hermetic Mysteries. And and uh, and uh, until then, thanks so much for coming on board and and uh, and helping us uh, do a memorial to one of our one of our Beloved, beloved uh, elders and, and uh, teachers, Ed, Edward, Edward Sitch, and uh, and uh, until until next week, good magic, good magic, good magic.